Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Rick, it never fails. You go on vacation. You take some time off. You're away from our usual setup in studio and recording and that. And major Buccaneers news breaks. First, it was Jameis Winston getting suspended by the NFL for three games because of an incident with an Uber <laughs> driver, right as you're ready to board yeah. a plane to go to Hawaii. Now you're on a secret clandestine mission, and Bruce Arians retires. And Todd Bowles takes over as the 13th head coach in Buccaneers history. So what do we know so far, Rick? Well, first of all, I didn't know that Jameis Winston was going to get suspended. I had that story written, and I filed it as we were going down the tarmac on my way to Hawaii. Put that aside. <laughs> I did not know that Bruce Arians was going to call it quits and essentially announce a succession plan whereby Todd Bowles is the new head coach. Um, listen, from what we gather, and, and I've exchanged text messages with a bunch of people, including Bruce Arians, you know, we had talked about this, Steve, that I had a tough time believing that Bruce Arians was going to coach this year if Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert were the quarterbacks. And it looked that way right up until the eve of free agency. And Bruce Arians, in fact, said he began this process thinking about retiring back at the NFL Combine. We talked to him then, and, of course, they were leaving the light on for Tom and that sort of thing. But it just didn't make sense that, you know, he's going to coach, what, maybe one year. Um, they probably weren't going to win. It was more of a rebuild. From what we understand, Tom Brady was informed of this decision either about the same day that he announced he was unretiring or maybe a day after. Of course, they knew that Brady was going to come back out of retirement several days before the announcement. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of speculation because there's been a lot of reports about Brady's relationship with Arian souring. And I never really sensed that. Now, is, is Brady upset? that Bruce Arians is retiring? Probably not. I mean, remember, he won a Super Bowl with him, so it certainly wasn't all bad, and they won 29 games together. But I never sensed their relationship was in peril or that this was an ultimatum of, of Tom Brady's. I think that's a, a false narrative. You know, again, is there some truth to everything there is? Bruce told me that it's not a health concern, that he is actually wants to stay healthy the way he is now. I would just say I've watched him the last three years. It's taken a hell of a toll on him to coach this football team. We know about the golf cart. It has not been easy. Um, he lost a lot of weight. He tore his Achilles. You know, he, uh, he doesn't stay up all night and do scripts. He really relies on his coaching staff, which is still together. So let's assume that, you know, he was really considering this and then all of a sudden he finds out Tom Brady's coming back. Well, if he had already started the process and for all the reasons he was going to retire, now the only reason you're coming back is, is a chance to win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. That seems 
a little disingenuous to anybody else that you may have spoken to, but you know, I I think he is trying to keep the band together. If he coaches one more year, whether they win it all or not, it's probably his last season. Brady probably doesn't quarterback again, and the staff likely goes its own way. Um, you know, he didn't know that Todd Bowles wasn't going to be hired this year. He didn't know that Byron Leftwich wasn't going to be hired this year. It turns out they all were. So his coaching staff is intact. And I, I do think what he says has some merit. When you look at how much he has done to promote diversity in this league, um, this is a good time for him to do this. It's an unselfish act, I think, in many ways. But, you know, like I said, I think there's a little bit of truth to everything about his health, um, you know, about his desire to, to leave the, the team in its best possible position and, and to give Todd Bowles an opportunity to start his coaching career with the Bucks on a real positive note. And, you know, we'll never know, you know, ultimately what was the final decision. But I do know that they had to wait. You know, he went down to Palm Beach on Sunday for the owners' meetings, and then he left, and we were told it was for personal reasons. But, in fact, the Bucks were waiting on word from the NFL uh, to let them know that their plan was allowed because there's policies with respect to interviewing two minority candidates to you know, satisfy the Rooney Rule, et cetera. And so they didn't get word of that until Monday, uh, which is the same day that Bruce left the meeting. So, now, there's a lot of moving parts here, and I guess we have to take them all at their word. Now, and, and we've seen already on Twitter and social media and that of all the, you know, see, Brady did, Brady and Bruce didn't get along. Uh, yeah. Brady, this, is, this was a prerequisite of Brady's to come back. That's why he retired, mm-hmm. et cetera. But I go yeah. back to three years ago when Bruce Arians was hired. And he brought his whole staff with them. Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich, Larry Foote, etc. And all along, we thought, and I don't know, maybe led to believe, that Bruce was going to coach a couple years and then hand it off to one of the, co- the assistants. I mean, that was yeah. kind of always the plan. Now, once Todd Brady or Tom Brady came a year later, everything kind of changed because now all of a sudden the GOAT was here. And, yeah. and they end up you know, going through that season and you didn't have an off season because of COVID and everything else. And I think we've all forgotten about this is kind of what we thought would happen initially. Now we didn't think Tom Brady would be here in year two, but that Bruce Arians wasn't here to coach five, six, seven years. It was two or three years and then handed over to depending on who was still here at the time. I mean, it's possible Todd Bowles could have been hired away a year into it or Byron Leftwich, et cetera. We didn't know, but you know, part of the Bruce taking the job was bringing his whole staff with him, and the impression was is that he was wanted to hand it off to them whenever he was done. Yeah, absolutely, and that and that's why you know I don't think he he believed this opportunity would still exist. Um, obviously, when you win a Super Bowl in his second year, you know he was hired to save Jameis Winston, and wasn't able to, and then they looked for door number two, and you know, lo and behold. Who could believe Brady came here? And not only that, after a bumpy start, 7-5, and five, they win a Super Bowl. Well, then it's, let's run it back. And had a chance to win two in a row. Won 29 games in two years. And came pretty close, in my opinion, to doing it again. 
and then Brady retires. Um, you're right. I don't think that Bruce could have expected that both Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich would still be on his staff. There was good reason to hire one or both of those guys the last two after the last two seasons. Certainly after you won a Super Bowl, and then again last year when they had multiple interviews. But when both of them coming back, um, he can more or less pick you know which guy he thinks is in the best position to lead his team. And like I said, if he coaches this year, win or lose, with Todd, Tom Brady or Kyle or anybody else, the quarterback, chances are that that staff is going to split up because you are going to have Todd Bowles or Byron getting the job. And I don't believe that those guys are under contract beyond this year. So, you know, this is an opportunity to give Bowles that chance that Arians feels like he deserves. He gets a five-year contract. That's that's a big commitment, um, you know, to Todd Bowles. Well, I was told it wasn't informed until Monday that he was going to be the head coach. Um, so, you know, he's, he's able to do a lot of things. And I, I think we have to, again, respect, you know, the process and, you're right. We always thought that, that there would be a succession plan, that it would be one of those guys. And by now, I expected one or both of them to be gone. And I think Bruce did too. And they, they would have been after this year. So I think he's leaving the Bucks in a better position or the best position. Certainly he's left Todd Bowles in a great position. You know, the other thing is, okay, so Todd Bowles becomes a head coach. Blaine Gabbard is his quarterback and Kyle Trask. You know, Bowles is going to win five or six games, and now maybe he lasts a year, maybe two. You know, he could win a Super Bowl this year. Um, so, you know, he really helps his friend that was a player at his, his temple. They go back 35 years. So you know, there's just so many reasons for this that make sense that we can all have our conspiracy theories. I don't believe that Tom Brady would not have played if Bruce Arians was head coach. You have to remember they won a Super Bowl together. They won 29 games together. And really, it was more Todd Bowles' gaffe with the poor defense that he called at the end of that playoff game that cost them the greatest comeback against the Rams and maybe a chance to go to another Super Bowl and win it if they hadn't had the collapse in the final minute of that game. So, you know, did they always get along? They agree on everything? No. But, you know, just like a marriage, you don't agree on everything. It doesn't mean you don't love each other. So I think I think this is Arians really being introspective, promoting minority hiring as he's always as he always has. That'll be part of his legacy, and also respecting the fact that he's going to be 70 years old in October 3rd, and he does want to have a healthy life after football. And I know his wife wants that as well. And he still has his hand in it. He's going to have a front office job. He says he'll do anything from going onto the field to you know working in personnel, whatever they want him to do. So it's it's sort of the perfect exit ramp for Bruce Arians and a, and a great entrance ramp for Todd Bowles. I'm stealing this from Rich Eisen, who tweeted, and I'll paraphrase it essentially, but March started with Tom Brady retired. Mid-month, he unretires, and by the end of the month, there's a press conference of Bruce Arians retiring. <laughs> Quite a month for Bucks yeah. fans. Yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, I tried to get three days away. Um, didn't work out for me. But, you know, Joey Knight is uh, 
was handling most of the heavy lifting. I've just made my calls and kind of followed the news. You know, good for Sam Farmer and Peter King that you know got a room service. Um, long time relationship with BA, obviously, but it uh, it's never a dull moment covering the Bucks, and this won't be either. And I'm anxious to see what Todd can do. I mean, you know, he's a defensive coach. A lot of their success on defense is because of what he does on that side of the ball. Is he going to continue to be the coordinator and call plays? It's a, the head coaching job is not a coordinator's job. It, a lot comes across your desk. You have to set the tone for the entire organization. And he doesn't have to worry about the quarterback and the offense working hard. Um, Tom Brady sets a pretty good tone already, and he has a chance because he has the greatest quarterback in the world. But this is a restart for Todd Bowles. It's not the New York Jets. He's got a really good coaching staff. They've all been together. They know how to work together. There's not a lot of egos. But he's in a he's in a in a spot that frankly he didn't have a lot of success the first time around. He had one winning season out of uh, four. And you know, he's got he's got a great opportunity that Bruce Bruce Arias has handed him. And uh, we'll see how what he's able to do with it. Well, he definitely has a better roster than he had in New York. Yes, indeed. In addition to the coaching staff. And the front office. I mean, I, listen, I, I think Jason Light has built a solid team that is going to be good. And, you know, re-signing all those guys um, certainly will go a long way into making them good beyond Tom Brady because most of them are signed for multiple years. So this is a, a good core of football players and, and a good organization that's going to get more. You know, Bulls will need a quarterback probably after this year. Um but, you know, there's no reason to expect that they won't be contenders in the NFC, probably win that division. It's a tough schedule. You make it to the playoffs, anything can happen. Whatever position you want to be in, if you're tired bowls, um, you know, then to coach this football team. And I think so he might not have Byron Leftwich for very long. He's got to have a plan there. When Byron and Tom Brady leave, they've got to find another quarterback. They've got a year to do that. But just remember this, that if Bruce Arians was really considering retiring at the Combine when Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert were going to be his quarterback, and he had maybe told some people or had his reasons, multiple reasons for doing so, and he was down the line with that thought, and then all of a sudden Tom Brady comes back and he's saying what? Hey, forget everything I just told you. I think I really do want to coach this team now. In some ways – it would be disingenuous to go back on that plan. You know, if, if, if you had your reasons for, for wanting to step aside, you know, back in March, Tom Brady's return for one season shouldn't have changed that, those reasons other than just winning. And so, you know, we don't know. Sounds like he's been thinking about this for a while. I never thought, like I said earlier, that he would coach those two quarterbacks I just think it makes sense that if he was thinking about it at the Combine and he believes that Todd Bowles and Meyer Leftwich will be gone after this year, for the reasons that he was considering retiring, those reasons didn't change simply because Tom Brady came back. This is the best way to ensure that the Bucks have their best coaches going forward. And Bruce has his reasons, you know, beyond winning, of course, which he wants to do. And he's got a great front office job, so he'll still be part of the organization. It's really a win-win for everybody. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, with Bruce retiring, he finishes with the highest winning percentage of any Bucks coach. Matter of fact, he's one of what only three with a winning record, I believe. He's one of two coaches to coach the Bucks to a Super Bowl or to, to a victory. What is his legacy, and where would he rank among the all-time Bucks coaches? Well, I mean, he's he's right there, or maybe above John Gruden. Um, he won a Super Bowl. He was responsible for bringing in the greatest player of all time in Tom Brady, which absolutely changed the culture. You know, so far they've won 29 games in two years. And I think his overall legacy is his promotion of diversity within the league. You know, at a time when this league has a terrible reputation um, for hiring minority coaches, in particular this past year, you know, Bruce Arians had three black coordinators. The Bucks now have their fourth black head coach since Tony Dungy, including Tony Dungy going back to 1996. So bringing in uh, female coaches as well on his staff, there's a, there's a legacy that goes beyond just the Bucks. but he did it here. A lot of those things he was able to imp- implement in Tampa Bay. And – Look, if he'd have won in his number, another Super Bowl, I think he would have been a shoo-in for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I think he still has a shot. He falls short of 100 wins, but he's coached in this league for so long and had so much success as a coordinator that that might still be possible. And if they win this year, obviously his handprint is all over this team. So it's it's a great legacy. It was a it was a brief career, but he came at a perfect time. The Bucks were in disarray. Uh, they got the quarterback situation straightened out. They had to try one more year with Jameis. It didn't work out. He really helped set the culture even before Tom got here. And he and Jason Light put together a pretty good team, which attracted Tom. So there's a lot. I think he'll be in the ring of honor for sure. And I remember Jason Light telling me he hoped his legacy was good enough to build him a statue outside of one buck place. I don't know if that will happen, but wouldn't be a terrible idea. Well, and to be honest, his legacy isn't complete here in Tampa Bay. I mean, right. essentially his whole coaching staff is going to continue on. Todd Bowles, yep. Byron Leftwich, Larry Foote, et cetera. And, and, you know, Tom Brady's still here for another season. You know, if they have more success this year and into the future, I mean, those are his coaches that he brought along and his succession plan. So and his legacy in, in Tampa Bay isn't even complete yet. That's a great point, and, and I know he'll have a handprint on decisions moving forward. Uh, he says, like I said earlier, that he'll be in any capacity they want him on the field, um, in the film room, you know, uh, in the front office, helping Jason. So you're right. He has an opportunity to contribute even beyond his coaching days with a lot less stress and a lot less toll maybe on his on his health. So all those things are true. And, and look, there are two eras in the Bucks organization that they can be really proud of. I mean, obviously, you know, you go back to, 
maybe more if you go back to John McKay going to the NFC Championship game in their third year in existence after 0-26. But then there was the Tony Dungy years, which led to John Gruden in the, the one Super Bowl season. Most of those players Dungy had brought aboard. And and then the Bruce Arians years. And there was a you know 12 years of no playoffs in between. So, you know, really he authored in one of the best – you know, best eras of Buck football in the franchise's nearly 50-year history. So there's something to be said for that. I think there's a lot to be said for that. So um, it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, to think back three years ago, and, and I started doing that after the news broke tonight. Three years ago, it was a question of, would Jason Light be retained as a general manager? And, you know, after, you know, they made the coaching change. But then he was able to hire Bruce Arians, who was able he, – he talked to him coming out of retirement. He was able to bring his whole staff with him and yeah. how the groundwork that Jason laid the couple years prior, because he started drafting a lot better. But yeah. obviously, you know, good drafts don't always show up immediately on the field as far as changing the results of a team. But – you know the drafts before that, and then hiring Bruce Arians, and 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 the year of trying to save Jameis, where he he threw the ball pretty well, just had way too many interceptions, and they were seven yeah. and seven at the end of that season. You know, could have gone nine and seven, ended up going seven and nine, and then you were able to get Tom Brady. I mean, how the complete outlook for the Buccaneers in three years completely changed. I mean, the franchise went from. Possibly, you know, a coaching change and hiring another general manager to winning a Super Bowl two years later. And consider the offensive production. I mean, even with Jameis' third three, he threw for over 5,000 yards. They've had a top, really a top three offense every year that Bruce has been here. Mm-hmm. Scoring points is what this game has been about. The Bucks have never been known for that until Bruce really got here. Even when Gruden coached him to a Super Bowl, that was a defensive team that didn't really score many points. So if you look at that's the entertainment side of it and the production side of the offense, he's had the most prolific offense in Buccaneer history now for years and years. It's really incredible. I mean, as a Tampa Bay fan, and we, we've talked about this a lot, from the Lightning to the Rays to the Bucks. it's just an incredible time. Bruce Arians is a big reason for that with the Buccaneers. I mean, you know, if – if Bruce Arians isn't coaching that team and they don't have the roster that was put together by the front office, I mean, Tom Brady's probably never here. And who knows what would have happened that next year. I mean, you know, they, they moved on from Jameis Winston. They looked behind door number two. And, you know, Bruce's reputation, the roster that Jason Light in the front office had built, was able to bring Tom Brady here. And they went a Super Bowl that first year and came pretty close last year to having a shot to get back there. And, and they're you know, the obvious favorites to win the division this year, which means you're going to get a home playoff game. And then you kind of like your chances to try to get back to the Super Bowl. And an NFC that isn't nearly as strong as as maybe it was a year or two ago. Right. And for all those people that say, you know, Bruce Arians is the reason why Tom Brady came back because Bruce was leaving, I would say this. Yes, they had built a good roster, and Tom Brady looked at that, and that attracted him here maybe first and foremost. But very few head coaches – Tom Brady would have played for. He did his homework. He talked to Peyton Manning. I'm sure he knew Ben Roethlisberger and Carson Palmer and all the experiences they had. Um, 
Bruce has handled celebrity quarterbacks before. They're not the easiest uh, to deal with. And Brady came with his own set of expectations and, and you know, a different offense. And, and there was, you know, a pandemic and a lot of things to navigate that I'm not sure many coaches could have pulled off. So I think if you have to credit Bruce Arians for the recruitment of Tom Brady as much as anyone. No question. And now the most senior coach in the NFC South is Matt Rule. <laughs> it's crazy, man. He doesn't have the best football team. I know he doesn't have the best quarterback. And we'll see. What an opportunity for Todd Bowles. Um, he's going to need a quarterback next year. But to, to uh, you know, to, to have a chance to, to keep this team together and, and, you know, like you said, be favorites in the NFC South, go to the playoffs, maybe win another one. Um, I know he's got to be excited. He told me a long time ago, like I said, he if he was never a head coach again, he would be fine with that. Um, but let's be honest, it's a it's a big deal for him. Something he found out about as as recently as Monday, and to give him a five year contract, the Glazers show an awful lot of faith uh, in in Coach Bowles. So um, you're happy for him, and you just hope that it works out for Bruce in in, in whatever role that he ends up getting. And uh, and still contributing to the Bucks, so win-win for everybody. But never a dull moment on this beat, man. Jeez, I mean, I'm you know, I'm actually you know sort of helping my son make a move to Denver, and I'm thinking I I'm safe. I didn't go to the owners' meetings, but it was okay because Bruce wasn't there and Jason didn't talk much, and the owners talked for six minutes. What did I miss? Not much, as it turns out, right? <laughs> it's always something. And, you yeah, know, man. I will miss seeing the uh, the NFL uh, communication box uh, strapped across Bruce's chest every Sunday. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it. Um, I wonder, I, I guess he'll be in the owner's box or something next year. I mean, it'll be fun to see uh, see what role he, he takes on. And um, We're not going to have as lively of uh, press conferences with Coach Bowles, I can tell you that. We're losing a lot on the quote department. So from a media standpoint, we're probably not thrilled about it, but uh, – uh, but Todd's an awfully good coach. I know the players respect him. So it's all about whether you win or not. And uh, I think he can do that. Well, now it truly is win or lose, we booze, baby. That's right. Uh, I think he said he doesn't. He doesn't have to worry about when five o'clock comes anymore. He can just yeah. he can just uh, light him up. But uh, you know, for our standpoint, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure. He's one of the characters of the game. Um, guy didn't get a chance to be a head coach himself until he was almost sixty years old. And, of course, you know, that happened in Indianapolis on an interim basis, two-time coach of the year. Um, just a great guy with, uh, you know, a, an unbelievable amount of knowledge. And I'm glad he's not leaving the organization. I would say he's going to be missed. Um, but I'm glad he's, he's still going to be around and be a big, a big face of this franchise. And, and that's how, as it should be because he's done a lot to the community as well. Well, Rick, we appreciate uh, you chiming in. Uh, it's obviously been a different show because uh, you're on the road there, and we had to call an audible, as I tweeted out earlier. Yep. Uh, Ed Encino was supposed to join us on today's podcast. He'll be on tomorrow's podcast talking about the lightning stretch drive. They're in second place in the division with uh, 17 games to go, or 16 games to go, including 11 home games. And uh, also uh, tonight, uh, the U.S. soccer team qualifies for the World Cup. They uh, lost to Costa Rica 2 nothing, but still good enough to get them in the World Cup, which they missed four years ago. So 
Congratulations wow. to the U.S. Uh, national soccer team. So that's uh, big news for Qatar in November when the World Cup will be played. Well, I will be back if uh, they don't make any other moves. If Brady doesn't retire again, um, I should be good until Friday when I get back, and then we'll, we'll talk again, of course, for Monday's show. And uh, Todd Bowles has his press conference later today. That'll be interesting. Follow Joey Knight. Follow the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Um, I'm certainly that. Uh, I'm certain I'll have my thoughts on on the team on Sunday, <laughs> um, in, in in the Tampa Bay Times. So a lot to uh, a lot to look forward to. What an off season! I mean, you, you just can't script this stuff, man. When you go back and think about all the changes uh, in the off season at the quarterback position, you know the Russell Wilsons, uh, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay, um, you know the, the changes of receivers in this league, and then now a very late coaching change late coaching change about the time jimmy johnson stepped down from the dolphins that time of year um it's just been a, a crazy off season and i'm sure it's only going to continue but we'll be back at it pretty soon i appreciate you holding down the podcast with tom jones with uh, ed and cena with all those guys neil solon so it's been a great week of shows all right rick well you safe travels and we'll be back on the podcast monday ed and cena and uh, joey knight will join us tomorrow to talk about todd bowl's press conference so Uh, For Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, I'm Steve Versnick. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.